What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO, episode 51. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the future class of video games. Blessing, Addy Oye Jr. What's up, Greg? So is that what we're sticking with for 2021, future class? I th- I, we have to, right? Like, I feel like, you know, you aren't, you're no longer the new face of video games. You're just Fair. the face of video games. You're, you know, you're, there. You're, you're on the, you're on the Mount Rushmore you now. Can't, you can't be the new face games. when you've been here for a year, you know? Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, like, anymore. when am I, the, but this is going to be the new question. When am I the present? You know? <laughs> That's when is question. he the current I'm the future face. class? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the new face. Now I'm not anymore. Now I'm the future class. When does that end? Is that 2022? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think when you get when you get some kind of award or title, mm-hmm. you know, that is in the current, in the present, not yeah. the future, not the new. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. You would have so to win like to gamer okay. of the year. You know, like trending. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you could be if you could be content creator of the year at Game Awards, you know what I mean. I feel like they knocked it out of the park with uh, trendy gamers and kind of took it away because like I, I mm-hmm. was the one, I was the one and only trendy gamer, and that was all they ever had to do, and it was great. It was over. Uh, that seems easy. I could do that. Let's talk about something that you said wouldn't be easy, but I notice it is as we record this, uh, January third, twenty twenty one, and you still have the beard. Did the beard oh, grow yeah. on you? Do you like the beard? Put the mic out of the way and let me see. It. Get up close. Get up close. There you go. This, oh, this yeah. See, yeah, this looks good. Are you in? Are you all in on it now? Are you just lazy? It's still growing on me. I've, I've, okay. I've not well, decided. Yet, <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's still literally growing on me. I've not decided yet what, what I'm going to do with it because uh, I've yet to like get it trimmed or cleaned up. Where it's at right now, I'm not the biggest fan fan of it. Like I, I like how it matures me a little bit, sure. uh, but and you won't notice this until i point it out it grows a lot thicker on the left side and then on the oh, on the right side oh, okay. which i'm not a fan of which i know i can fix by just trimming it up is uh, this the, sorry question greg miller kind of funny uh, greg miller slash beards is this the longest you've ever let it grow yes see it one of the things would be then if you shave it it sh- and then let it grow back in it should come in thicker and more evenly probably really yeah because when i i used mm-hmm. to do the the patchy stuff all the time and never let it really go and then i when i start letting when i started letting it go not to where i got the beard but just a little bit longer and then i would shave it i would notice it would come in thicker the longer I, mm-hmm. i'd let it go and then when i you remember i shaved it for extra life i feel like in what it felt like two weeks maybe three i had it mm-hmm. back to full-blown beard i, I want so should i just shave back. it all off i mean if you were gonna what well yeah if you're gonna shave one i would say shave it. you can't just leave a left side up that'd be weird yeah. Well, I mean, should I shave it off all the way? Is what I mean. Like, should I like go like take it back down to the clean? skin? I think yeah. you should go a little goatee patch, and then Greg needs to go back to the handlebars. Hmm. That's an idea. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's definitely an idea. The logic on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and that's Barrett Courtney, of course, in the ones and twos. Hey, Barrett. Yo. I would say, yeah, you go all the way down. You take it all back down. Mm-hmm. Take it back to formula, and then let it grow back up. That was a Spider-Man reference. Yeah. I mean, now that I'm here, I I mean, I don't dislike it. Like, I I, I like how it looks. Yeah. I wish it was fuller all around. But if yeah. there is a chance that I could shave it and grow back fuller, I do want to try that because I think it's it's a new year, I don't new feel me. Feel like right? I'm making that up. I feel like that's true. Well, I've not heard. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm also. I've also not grown a beard, and so I I don't really know. I think that's well, like scientifically unproven, Greg. Really. Yeah, it's like the misconception, like uh, the more you shave it, like the fuller it grows in and shit. Like, I don't think that's true. I feel like mine always grew crappy. And then when I, you know, let it go a bit and shave it down and then it would come back. Like, I feel like See, for me, that's never because you're like training your. Uh... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't have a reasoning for it. I don't have the yeah. logic behind it. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. We'll have to get to the bottom of that one yeah. eventually. Uh, of course, this is our first show back in 2021. Hello. Welcome back. Blessing. I hope break treated you well. 
Uh, it did. I had a good time. I played a lot of games. And yeah. by a lot of games, I mean I played a lot of one game, which yeah. we'll talk about on this show. Sure. Uh, I I released my trophies. I know. I'm on a Merc City 64 right now on PSN Profiles, and I'm looking at it. And, I, you know, it's one of those. I can see why you hit it. It's pretty pitiful. Watch Dogs Legion, 4%. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 2%. Because I started the- is 2%. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, Borderlands I'm 3, 0%. This oh. is why I hid my Crash trophies. Bandicoot 2%. Crash sometimes, Bandicoot Cortex right backs and warped 0%. Sometimes I start games Oof, without the terrible. intention of finishing them. Sometimes sure, I start sure. games just because I want to check them out. You know? No, I hear you. I mean, we all do that. We Oof. all do that. Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's upsetting, yeah. right, Barry? So much. Yeah, you're, so much. like Crash Bandicoot, you got Fs. In, yeah. Uh, I didn't even play that. I started Crash Bandicoot 1 just because I was bored on break, and those other two, two trophy lists just populate. I've earned zero trophies and they just show up. Bug snacks, you know, 25%. That's a great platinum. You know, you didn't even really try on that, I feel like. I did not try on that, no. Seems like that would have been a thing. Pathless, you wouldn't shut up about on all these shows. 34%. Yeah. Where's that? You know what I mean? I'm going to hide my trophies again. I'm going to hide them right now. He hasn't even platinumed Miles Morales because he hates it so much. I know. He's I, the one person I who hated like it on the that internet. I game a lot. Oh, man. I watched I IGN, IGN Review Crew. IGN Review Crew said you did not like it. I saw that episode. Oh, it did yeah. not shake yeah. out well. Oh, uh, like hey, welcome to PS I Love You XOXO, episode 51, the one and only Nick Scarpino. Hello, Nick. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's great. Hey, we called you in because we needed. I, I need some, I need to know something. Sure. I had a theory about beards, Okay. but I've been told I'm wrong. So right now, what, what the situation we have is that mm. Blessing has kept his beard. He's kept his extra life beard. He's leaning into the camera right now. He's okay. showing it off to you, right? Love the it. thing we have is that it comes in thicker on the left side than the right side. I said that in my personal experience and what I thought I had heard was that now that he's let it go for like a month, a month and a half, if he shaved it all off, it would come in thicker and fuller. Am I incorrect? I don't believe that's the case. Fuck. I think it's just going to be the way it's going to be, how it grows in from the get-go. The mm. idea, I think that's an old wives' tale of like, if mm. you shave something off, it comes in thicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if, if that wasn't the case, I would have been shaving my head a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Fuck. Okay. Sadly. Well, in that case, I'll probably just let it, I might let it grow out some more and trim it up and clean it up and see how it looks then and make the judgment there. Because yeah. I don't okay. hate it. Once again, like I, I want to be this person. I like so, uh, yeah, Nick, you're joining us late. I'm sorry to bring it up to speed. He likes it. He doesn't hate it like he hates Miles Morales. Uh, I understand. Don't, understand. don't hate Miles Morales. I, mean, I will I say what the as internet says about As a tip blessing for, for mm-hmm. beard growth, uh, let it go as long as humanly possible and see what's what. And then you can kind of sculpt it don't, along the way. Don't do that. Don't do that. My dad did that over the over quarantine. He's let it grow for like so feet, cool. and it's no, it's not. No, the, <laughs> the like really long beards are bad, man. Yeah. That's, that's feet, feet might be a little bit too long. But what I'm saying is, you could probably get maybe twice, two to three times the growth you have right now, and then decide. Mm-hmm. You know, then you then you have options at that point. Because the problem is, a lot of people quit out on the beard when it's in its infant stages, and they think oh, I can't do this. Is what that was Greg's problem for a very long time. You'd always grow it out, and then you never let it grow past that point. Like it, always, it went from growing, looking like five o'clock stubble, like or five o'clock, yeah, shadow, to then a beard, and then you're like, oh, I get it now. I, I understand. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, you have to power through that months. awkward part. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, but I feel like I've been in this, in this awkward. I was going to say you. This was November, right? This was yeah. The this is like of November. midway November, so this Let has been a month again. and a half. Let me see where we're at here. He's got something cooking for it's, sure. It's getting there. It's getting yeah. there. <clears throat> And, and like, like when, when it comes to thing. yeah, when it comes to it filling in, I think that's just gonna like, I think that is more of like 
what naturally comes with age in some cases of like varying of like how old you are and like when it actually like can fully grow in. Cause like my dad wasn't able to like really get in like a full good looking beard until like his like mm. late twenties, which is what I'm hoping like I'll eventually get. <laughs> Cause I can't uh, sure. get in like the full growth there. Uh, there. The, so. the, the thing also with me too, is that I I'm Nigerian and a thing that Nigerians aren't necessarily known for is amazing facial hair. I know there are Nigerians listening to this that are like, how dare you? But you all know they know for a fact that I am telling the truth. Uh, and so I feel like I might just not be destined for a great that's beard. That's possible. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, the fact is you still have an amazing hairline. So that's really all that matters. And it's yeah, almost insult. It's almost insulting, truth be told, mm-hmm. to people of my bald stature that you're growing a beard. Because you're now you have now you have the best of both worlds and it's just like mm-hmm. how dare you how dare you sir you know what he doesn't have though Nick what's that the platinum and Miles Morales which he hates God damn it I don't understand I don't this. Nick, Godfall one percent thirteen one percent Demon Soul zero percent like he's just thirteen once he Final downloads Fantasy these things seven, he gets to the start screen and he's like love. I've seen enough I've seen enough 7%. I better go play Abby Russell in chess that's what I got to do <laughs> oh my god if chess had a platinum just know I'd have that thing by now I've I'll have you know that a chess. lot of people have been calling Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales the chess uh, of twenty twenty one so maybe you I don't know that you know? I've not heard that once. Well, you just did. There he goes. Put on the back of the box. I don't think it was a comparison. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is is I love you. XOXO each and every week. Blessing and I come together to nerd out about all things PlayStation. You like that because you like PlayStation. So you hang out with us. Remember, of course, you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can watch us record every episode there live. Not this one because of the kind of funny day stuff. We'll talk about in a second. And of course, uh, you can get your you can be on the show. You can give us your questions. You can give us your uh, PSN profiles like Merck city 64 outside the bar is pretty low there so you can do better than that You're okay fine. first of all we're both silver we're both in the silver tier of trophies and so we're, we're not same. doing that we're, <laughs> we're not both no, in we're the not. silver tier and and i'm, I'm really close to getting i think to the same tier as both of you i'm really close to getting to, to there's, calling my tiers tiers on my level. there's the 300 tier of silver there's the 400 tier then there's the 500 tier of silver but yeah, but there's also like my there's also platinum there's also platinum, gold, silver, and bronze, and I think we're both silver, which pretty much puts us at the same level. But it's so, different levels of it. No, that's not the same. That's not how it works. I don't, I don't know what's happening, and I'm going to leave soon, but I'm bye. pretty sure Blessing's right. Okay, bye. I hate you. I hate Thanks, him. Nick. God, yeah, I hate him so right. much. Uh, remember, of course, you can do all that. Be on the show. Get the show ad-free. Get it with the exclusive post-show. Watch it live, like I said, all on Patreon.com slash games just for a couple of bucks. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. Save your smackers, and you can get the show on YouTube.com slash games podcast services around the globe each and every week of course you get ads there no post show you couldn't write in it's it's a bad deal youtube's ripping you off don't do that come to patreon.com slash kind of funny games which also uses youtube but we won't talk about that for right now um let's do some housekeeping for you as I said, we are not recording this one live. You are not able to watch it live because this goes live on Tuesday. And on Monday, ladies and gentlemen, we have Kind of Funny Day 2021. That's right. Somehow, it is our sixth anniversary of founding Kind of Funny. Uh, we are doing. We did a big old stream. You can go watch it, I'm sure, all over the place on YouTube. Uh, Barrett's putting out a bunch of breakouts of all the videos on Twitter.com slash Kind of Funny Vids, all that jazz. Uh, one of the, you know, the things that are happening there are crazy. Uh, we, of course, are in 2021, are doing it live. We are taking Twitch way more. More seriously every day after kind of funny games daily we will be live with our new hire snowbike mike hosting uh kind of funny games live playing video games with you uh every one of the hosts and guests coming through each and every week to talk to you play games hang out have a bunch of crazy stuff go on 
On top of that, we picked up Paris Lily for the Kind of Funny X-Cast. We're excited about that. On top of that, we're doing the Kind of Funny Spotlight to get different voices in here to talk to you about video games. There's a whole bunch of cool stuff going on. You can check it all out on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. And of course, wait, because that's going to be the sponsor for this week, too. So if you want the ad version it would be in there but basically we're doing a bunch of cool stuff in 2021 we hope you want to be a part of it uh patreon.com slash kind of funny games for all the news and information there you could be like our patreon producers right now on patreon.com slash kind of funny games and they of course are julian the gluten-free gamer sancho west gaming and james hastings and one more piece of housekeeping this episode of psi love you xoxo is brought to you by freshly but i'll tell you about that later but for now let's start with the first ever topic of the show for 2021 tots 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 2020-21-21-21-21. I like how I saw your mouth moving, but your gate was so low. There was nothing oh, happening. Was really until like, damn it. <laughs> Blessing, what did you play over break exclusively other than chess? I played so much Bloodborne. I've played... What happened? Over, I, so I've talked about Bloodborne for the last year. It was one of the... Uh, in one of the earlier episodes of PS Love You, like one of the first episodes of this version of PS Love You, I think I mentioned that I wanted to go and play Bloodborne because when we talk about PlayStation games uh, of the PS4 generation, that's one of the games that keeps coming up. Uh, and like during the the announcement of Bloodborne, I remember seeing it being like, okay, that looks like a game I want to play. It's, it, aesthetically, you know, it seems cool. I really like the gothic uh, horror. I really like the Victorian London style it has. All that stuff appealed to me. And so I started playing uh, Bloodborne at the beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. fell off because so many other things happened a bunch of games came out and this break i finally found the time to sit down and play bloodborne and i have played at this point i want to say like over 70 hours of bloodborne i've played so I much hate. bloodborne i beat bloodborne i'm at the final boss of the dlc now uh and yeah i loved it so bloodborne obviously the topic of the show here but what we titled the show was how to start bloodborne this comes from several places. Number one, obviously, you, Blessing Eddie Oye Jr., the future class of video games. Uh, last year, starting this, it was one of your blind spots. You jumped into it, right? But then on December 26, 2020, you tweeted, I beat Bloodborne, which then led to a Twitter exchange that goes like this. Andy chimed in and said, a huge day for you, a bigger day for kind of funny vids. No longer can YouTube commenters say, quote, they need to play Soulsborne games. We won. Then Tamor Hussein from GameSpot says, spoiler cast, when? Then you say, honestly, this sounds like a great standalone PS I Love You XOXO episode. Tamor says, do it. And then you say, what if we what if we got Greg to play it? And even invited on GameSpot's Tamor Hussein. To which I said, I want a platinum cyberpunk and Avengers, just the damn hives, hives trophy left. Once that done, once that's done, I'm in. Of course, Cyberpunk and Avengers were my holiday break uh, to-do list games or whatever, and I'll talk about that a little bit later, probably in what you've been playing. But it's 2021, and similar blessing to how we started last year with, you know what we haven't played? Peace Walker. You hadn't played it, period. I hadn't played it in a long time, and we jumped in and played the hell out of that. I am, well, let's do it. We're, I'm playing Bloodborne. I'm in. We're doing, doing it? it. We're doing it. This is a thing. We're doing it. We're building to a PS I Love You XOXO spoiler cast review with Tamor. I saw Brian Altano trying to get in on that. We'll see who we can get when we get there. This is a little known game, Bloodborne. Not a lot of people have played it. So the pool yeah. of people who can come on and talk about it are limited. I'm fascinated to see what you think of it because I've. Uh, what are you going to say? No, no, please go. Yeah. So, like, coming out of Bloodborne, I think it is easily one of the best games of this last generation. And like as a PlayStation first party game, it is top three, probably top two, yeah. maybe top one. I got to like replay, like playing Bloodborne and having having the, like the gears go in my mind of like, man, 
I am liking this game more and more and more as I play it and as I get through it. And as I have Emron, who is sitting shotgun for most of the time, explain the story to me and explain like the bits of lore and explain what's going on. The more and more I experienced this game, the more and more I was like, shoot, man, this might be like sneaking up my list of favorite PS4 games. And it, it, honestly, playing it made me want to replay God of War because it's, it's gotten to that point now where I'm like, wow, I got to reassess the things. Big I love Bloodborne so much. Uh, and I don't even know like where to start with it. Like for you, do you going into Bloodborne, do you have any questions for me about why yeah, I like I the game? I, well, I like, want to know, like, I think the question of how to start Bloodborne is an interesting one. And I want to mm-hmm. start with you about it because you picked it up on your own in 2020 and played, fell off because other things came around. And then when you double back to it over break, you did something I thought was really interesting. And that was you came back playing it with Imran and Copilot. And that, of mm-hmm. course, reminded me a lot of how Andy streamed Bloodborne, where, of course, Andy streams on Twitch. I wish I could remember his username, but I can't. Uh, and it was, uh, he, you know, went out there and he talks to his chat and he Andy has his Cortez. chat involved. Yeah, I know that's his, his name, but I can't remember his Twitch.tv name. Twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. That just yeah. doesn't sound right. No, yeah, no. that's what it is. Really? Yeah. Huh. I thought there'd be a nitro rifle in there. A Cheetos yeah, thing. like no, a Maximum or something. Yeah, yeah Maximum no. Cortez, right? No. He's got a branding issue, you know, but Twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. Right. Um, no, I he did that, and then even that day when the PlayStation Five uh, embargo lifted, and I started Demon Souls, right, and was playing that with chat. I found that to be a not more fun experience, but an interesting experience where I think playing Cyberpunk, right, and not grinding Cyberpunk, but playing Cyberpunk and doing the stories, right. I would never want to stream that because part of those games is getting lost in what's happening and making my decisions and being so engaged with the actual storytelling and what this character wants me to do and why I'm running this thing over that. You know what I mean? All these things you're doing for rogue or whatever. Like I wouldn't want to be overlooking the chat and talking about the office or bullshitting around about what's happening in the inside jokes there. But for demon souls, I found it interesting when I was playing it because it was have a conversation with the chat they were telling me, oh, like, oh, don't go that way. Don't go left. Like that yeah. thing is meant to kill you or that's going to happen. And even though I'm not trying to take away from uh, Demon Souls or Bloodborne, there is a narrative there and there is a, there is storytelling and world building. It's not cinematic in the way that yeah. I can, if I'm reading something, I can get out of it. My question for you would be, for me going into it, did you enjoy it more with the stream or did you enjoy it more on your own? Do you think part of the reason you fell off is because you went into it playing it? And I, and I, I might be, I, I don't remember you streaming your first playthrough, your first start. No, I wasn't. Yeah, no. D- did that seem more like an isolating experience? It, so it's a combination of things. The short answer is yes. Streaming Bloodborne and playing it with other people improved my, uh, uh, improved how I took it like vastly. Like I, I really enjoyed it playing it that way way more and i think it's a combination of one bloodborne to me is very much a horror game nobody talks about it in this sense uh but it is probably the scariest game i've played like it is scarier than any resident evil i've played it's scarier than uh uh, the times i played bioshock or outlast uh like both from in hey everything in this game is scary perspective and also from a mechanical perspective of you're playing a difficult game where you are dying and then losing your blood echoes and you have to retrieve them back um, but just from a pure horror aspect, streaming that helped me because I have people that are that are able to distract me. I have Imran that I can talk to who is distracting me, and I wouldn't. Uh, I would also have that commitment of well, I'm streaming, and so I kind of have to put in two hours into this. Whereas when I was playing it by myself, I would put in thirty minutes to an hour and be like, okay, I'm stressed out. I'm gonna take a break, and I come yeah. back the next day and put in another thirty minutes to an hour and be like, okay, cool, I'm stressed out now. Uh, streaming it 
helped me commit that time in a way that I wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Um, and so that helped, but then also from, you know, you talking about the the story and how how the narrative is different from if you're playing like say like if you're playing God of War or Cyberpunk or if you're reading a book, right? Where this is actually one of the things I'm fascinated about uh, with your playthrough to see if you take to it because it is it Bloodborne has a story that I think is fast fascinating and engaging, but it is very cryptic and the way in which you get the story is by kind of earning it and mm-hmm. uncovering things and piecing things together. Like it is almost a puzzle game in the way the story comes together where you have to talk to different people, read item descriptions, and then put the pieces together to kind of understand what's going on. And in the way that I played blood, played blood uh, played through Bloodborne, I didn't really I didn't really care too much about the story until it was being explained to me because they don't really hand it to you in any sort of way. And so I'm going through this world that is like this dark, creepy, weird, horrifying world, understanding pretty much nothing of it in the way that the character that I'm playing as going into it probably doesn't really understand much of it. Um, but as I'm playing through it, I'm experiencing these things, having these, these interaction with bosses. And I know like whatever's going on with this certain character, this certain boss is cool and has a story behind it. But as a player, I'm not too sure what that is until afterward where I talk to friends or I read items or I go on YouTube mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and watch. There's like a YouTube channel called uh, Vati Vidya who does like Bloodborne or Souls specific content that I've, I've gone to watch and a billion people recommended that. And that's when I actually get the story and I'm like, okay, cool. This is awesome. And then I go back into the Bloodborne world with that context a second time. And then that kind of improves how I view that, which is like a weird that's like a weird way to go into a game and, and, and play it, but well, sure, like that. that. One of the things I put up on patreon.com slash kind of funny games was the call for questions for this episode. Usually we do it through participation links, but because of uh, everything happening with kind of funny day, that cart got in front of the horse on this one. And I sp- called out, like, you know, give us your questions in general for the show and what you want to talk about, but extra credit points for why you someone should play Bloodborne and then also how you should play, what advice you'd give them. Um, on the why you should play, I liked, uh, we got three responses here, right? Robert Mims wrote in and said, Bloodborne is the best game where you shove your your hand up a giant pig's ass. Also, some of the best lore environments, atmosphere, and combat of all time. Uh, Thom said, 2021 is the perfect time to start Bloodborne because it is completely about believing in yourself. You'll teach yourself something that you will get tangibly better very quickly and build confidence with. But then Soul Porpoise wrote in with this. Bloodborne has some of the most incredible design I've experienced in a video game. It's been pointed out ad nauseum over the years, but its gameplay is faster than other Souls games. Before playing it, I assumed that talking I, I assumed that talking point was just in terms of attack animations or movement speed. But in reality, it's all about the whole flow of combat. The dance-like encounters feel so much more energized and fluid rather than grueling and heavy. Look up the Lady Maria fight from the DLC. It's dope there are consistently moments of discovery as you explore the expansive labyrinth world and slowly build your understanding of the lore this isn't unique to bloodborne over other souls games or many other games i suppose but for me the art direction atmosphere and characters of the world made it all feel far more rewarding and emotionally impactful every character item enemy and location has purpose and feels intentional the environmental storytelling is masterful it's dense and it's very dark did i mention this game is real messed up and also wet. Why is everything so impossible? Everything wet? is so wet in the game. It is so off. It's so upsetting. Like it's so unsettling. I don't like how wet everything is. Yeah, that would get me. Uh, that sounds like it would get you too. And so, mm-hmm. 
what I found interesting for the tips, right, was how many people wrote in saying to use a walkthrough, saying to have a guide open. And I feel like mm-hmm. even though you didn't play that way necessarily, having Imran, having the chat, having resources, it seems like a game that you want that for, that that's going to make it yeah. a better experience. And I imagine, too, that playing Bloodborne at launch must have been such an experience for people because you have a bunch of folks online talking about the game. And you can have back and forth and you're discovering that mystery together. Uh, for me, playing it, what, six years after the game came out, um, it's been a it's been a fun thing of having people already there, whether in chat or Imran talking to me or even other friends, right? Andy, I have a friend Maria that plays, um, talking to me and describing to me like, okay, yeah, once you go here, you're gonna take a right and you're gonna go up these stairs and these guys are gonna be here and you're gonna fight them. And the reason why they're here is because of X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool, you're gonna get this item. Um, okay, read the description real quick because that's gonna clue you into some lore. Uh, it feels it's 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 an interesting way to play uh, because traditionally i'm not really a guide person i don't really like games that feel like they encourage you to use a guide because i feel like that kind of takes away from me just experiencing the game straight up um and like bloodborne kind of gets away with it for me because it doesn't necessarily feel like a hey read the guide so you can play the optimal optimal way it feels more so like a hey play with people like have this community experience like in bloodborne the game there are uh, notes that people leave behind that are yeah. beware of this corner or hey there is an enemy that's going to ambush you like two steps ahead or hey like just be aware that the thing you're about to encounter you're gonna have to fight it and like power through and that feels like it is very much an encouragement of hey yeah you're going to you this is a tough grueling game and like and i, I say that i also want to i also want to like put out the put out the idea that people will overblow how difficult the game is the game isn't impossibly difficult it's punishing but like it's also forgiving in terms of like shortcuts and checkpoints and lamps and stuff um like i that was one of the, that was one of the things that was making me nervous going in is like man okay i don't want to play this impossibly difficult game it was yeah. not impossibly difficult um but yeah like the, the way in which people kind of have that conversation around the game improves the experience so much and makes it almost like this multiplayer game even though you see it as a single player thing uh for tips we had a whole bunch rise in and i want to make it very clear before we can get into the tips ladies and gentlemen the reason we're talking about this and how to start bloodborne and obviously is for me to do this and us to get here to do a spoiler cast with and it's what like i've heard like uh, between like 35 40 hours for a, a playthrough yeah that sounds about right so hopefully at the end of the month you know we we do it or you know an upcoming one we'll give you a heads up obviously we'll be checking in on PSLV as we go as we build towards a spoiler cast review here but the idea is like why not make it a, a book club why not do a video game book club here for kind of funny for this specific thing so if you've never played bloodborne this is your primer guide as well as we pick up our pens and notepads and get ready to go to school on this one i encourage everyone to come play it with us if you haven't already and do a replay if you have before um barrett, you can play bloodborne barrett do it come on barrett do jump it. in barrett jump in do barrett it. maybe yeah, yeah i got PC. i got 10 you ain't i got 10 no, hours into demon souls and i was like all right i'm i'm, I'm done well here's something that i find interesting and i want to have uh i want to bounce all these tips off blessing now that he's coming out the other side of this slacks wrote in patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says the first few hours of that game is trying to break you you will think you suck at it and in all fairness you might I remember my timing being shit and spending so much time trying to beat the one big cape guy in the corner at the beginning, only to find out he gives me absolutely nothing for it. But I did finally beat him, and those villagers seemed a little easier to beat at that point. Something clicks where each little taste of victory makes you want more. 
You get used to the camera being a cheap bastard sometimes. It isn't easy, and that's what makes it rewarding. There's so much to be said for finding a new area or shortcut or a new what-the-fuck-is-that enemy. I hated the game when I started, but by the end, had beaten every boss and gotten the true ending. It can suck you in. You just need to let it. I like this idea of the first few hours are trying to break you. I like the idea of people talking about this in a way of what the game is trying to teach you. Um, obviously, we had so many people write in. One of the people who wrote in that resonated with me on Patreon was talking about the fact of like, it, it's with you, Bus. This isn't a hard game. Once you understand the mechanics of what it wants you to do, it's it, it's kind of a science of, okay, because of A, I do B kind of thing, and you figure it out from there. Yeah. It's just that it's so not what we're used to in current modern video games is why it stands out. Yeah, that's the thing is, it's not, it's not, it's, and I don't want to say it's not difficult because it is difficult, but it's not as grueling and, and uh, hard as you would think it is from like reading online and seeing people play it. It is just a different design language that in the in the tip that uh, the person gave right of like yeah the first few hours in this game are trying to break you i don't know if i don't even know if i'd say they're trying to break you but naturally they, they kind of do if they, they'll break you because you're like okay i'm so used to playing whatever the other action game may be right i'm so i'm, I'm so used to playing devil may cry for example i'm so used to playing like even throwing god of war or like jedi fallen order which are both which both have similar ish sort of combat to them um you know i'm so used to playing those like ch- jumping into this uh and kind of understanding that I don't necessarily need to defeat every enemy in every area every time I go through, right? Like kind of understanding that or understanding that the way in which you progress in this game is by opening up shortcuts or opening up uh, or finding new lamps, right? Or just finding those those points that uh, will allow you to die safely. <laughs> like those, those are the things that kind of let you uh, progress. And once you kind of understand that, that helps a lot. And like even in combat, right? Like understanding the flow of combat helps a lot. Um, I know for me, I didn't really understand immediately the use of the left hand weapon, which is usually like a projectile, like a gun. Yeah. Um, they give you a gun in the game and the gun isn't really an offensive weapon. It's more of a parry weapon than an offensive weapon. And the, your brain kind of sees that as somebody who plays video games and you're like, okay, I have a gun. Okay. I'm supposed to use it defensively, I guess, because it barely does any damage. And once you kind of, once you kind of understand that it clicks. And for me, it's become my main strategy. Like I love parrying in this game. I think it is very fun. Um, but it does take a little bit of time to get into and understand and then use in the way the game wants you to do. Uh, June wrote in with three tips. Uh, number one, the first quarter of the game is probably the hardest, especially if you are new to Soulsborne. After you start to level your character and weapons, things start to feel more manageable. Number two, make sure you check in on your NPCs often. You can easily miss story beats if you if you go too long without visiting your old friends at the chapel, the clinic, etc. And then number three, read every item description. The coolest part from f- about from games is how each and every little detail in the items, the architecture, the game mechanics, and the enemies contributes to the world building and the lore. You are trying to uncover what the hell happened in this world, who the major players were, and what became of them. I like to think of it as an archaeological dig more than a hero's journey or detective story. That resonated with me, Bless. The fact, like, how you go in there to wrap your head around, again, not a traditional way of telling you the story. I saw multiple people write in saying, read everything you can. Yeah, no, it, uh, for sure. And, like, the way I, I say that and the way I played was not reading much of anything. Of anything yeah. Because going into it for the first, I'll say, 50 to 60% of the game, the thing that I enjoyed about Bloodborne was the combat and um, 
the gameplay more so than any of the world building. Like I, aesthetically, the game always looked cool to me, and I liked the enemy design, even though the enemy design terrifies me at the same time. But like I like that. I liked that it terrified me and stressed me out. Um, but I didn't really care about any of that stuff because I didn't know how to get that stuff. Like that stuff wasn't really being mm, handed to mm. me uh, in the way that I was used to. And in the second half of the game, playing with chat and playing with Emron and, and, you know, talking to Andy and talking to different people uh, who were explaining, hey, no, this is what's going on in the world of Yarnum. Hey, do you notice the way that the world changed after you did this specific thing? Like, what do you think that is? Okay, why do you think that this world, uh, as you traveled into the Forbidden Woods, right? Like, why do you think the enemies change in this way and they behave this way? Or like, why do you think these beasts seem to like use weapons in a way that like a human would? Or like certain things that I wouldn't have really thought about playing other games uh those things are used as storytelling devices in bloodborne in ways that i think is fascinating and the the deeper and deeper i got into it the more and more i started to appreciate it and get into that um but i also don't think like and this might be this might be um uh like sacrilege or whatever but like i don't think you need to really like want to get into the story to like enjoy bloodborne um if you like the gameplay and you and you like the world and you like exploring and all that stuff i think at the base level, you can do all that stuff and still have a great time. Um, but the story is there if you if if what's there already already fascinates you. The story is there if you want to keep going in and d- dig deeper and really like true to uh, or grow to uh, appreciate this thing. Um, because that's what happened to me. Like I went I went and did the digging and went and like watched videos and like listened to Emron. And the more and more I got, the more and more I was like, damn, this thing is really cool. I really like this thing. Again, you asked at the top, you know, like what what questions would I have as I get ready to do this? What what am I worried about or thinking about? I, this uh, we got two di- different tips here, one from Nick and one from Ian, and I feel like they're at odds with each other. But you need to tell me if they actually do come together. Mm-hmm. Nick writes in and says, "My tip for Bloodborne is have patience. It's a learning experience. You can't rush it. My first attempt, I tried to rush into things and didn't have a good time. I learned to take it slow and let the game come to me. It completely changed the experience, and I truly enjoyed it." Then Ian writes in and says, of course, Happy New Year, Greg and Bless. One of the best pieces of advice I could give to a new Bloodborne player is be aggressive. The game is designed to be played aggressively. Are patience and aggressiveness at odds with each other or do they unify in a way? They they unify. This is I I, I love this because uh, like you people who listen and you know that like I, I like fighting games and like Throughout my playthrough of Tekken, if you watch my Twitch streams, I kept or playthrough of a uh, of um, Bloodborne. Throughout my Twitch streams, I would reference Tekken, and um, I feel like you just put up a, a video within the last twenty four hours of us recording this that was like, "Look at this boss fight from the DLC and tell me it's not a fighting game." Yeah, exactly. Like the 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 boss fights in this game and fights and combat in general in this game remind me of playing fighting games um, because it is a mixture of when like when um, when they mention patience, right? That is. Hey, you gotta be you gotta like be com- be comfortable with the idea of downloading the enemy, like downloading your opponent. And downloading is a term that they use in fighting games often, where it's hey, you are understanding how your opponent moves and you're understanding like their strategy and their moveset and getting an idea of how they attack so that you can counter and so that you can attack back. Bloodborne has the exact same kind of uh, metho- um, uh, method to it when you're playing. Where for me, my strategy when I go into a boss fight or when I encounter a new enemy usually is. Okay, I'm going to stay a decent mid-range distance and let them attack a bit. And I'm going to try and dodge their attacks and see how how they move and attack so that I can understand that, so that I can dance with them and then go back and be aggressive. Because Bloodborne is Bloodborne very much encourages aggression. Uh, there's a mechanic I really like where 
if you take damage from an enemy, if you attack back uh, within a certain window, you can get some of your health back. Uh, and that is very much a that is very much the developers being like, hey, like go in, like fight back, be aggressive because being aggressive is going to work out for you uh, more so than not. Like that, I think that's also encouraged by the the speed of the combat. I think that's encouraged by like even how your character moves and how everything feels so uh, aggressive and grueling and um, just like uh, it it's 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 very much an aggressive game in the way that you got to play it. Um, but yeah, no patience definitely works also because you also want to take in what's what's going on as you're being aggressive at the same time. I know it sounds like a uh, like it's at odds with each other, but it definitely is is unified. No, I get it. It's in that, but that's what's so fascinating about it to think about it on that level that you can have this aggressively patient game, right? Mm-hmm. But I, the, you saying download makes sense. I do get like get in there, mix it up with somebody, but find out what they're doing and what their attack strategies are, right? It is that idea of like every video game we've played where there's a boss fight and when they go to wave two, it's different. So you have to figure that out and not play it like wave one, right? And then get to wave three and kill them. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is one made my head hurt and I want you to know if it's something I need to worry about too much or if I need to actually study. And that would be another question too. As somebody who started that Persona 5 notebook, which I'll get back to, Barry, don't you come at me. Uh, do I need to start a notebook for Bloodborne? Do I need to keep it going? Because Mara yes. writes in and says, starting, starting tip for Bloodborne, pay attention to the stat scaling each weapon has. The scaling is graded by letters with higher level grades giving more attack power. For example, a D in strength would give you one more attack point for every level you put into strength whereas an a would give you three attack points for every level you put into strength once you start to build your character in a certain way pay attention to your scaling on new weapons to make sure the weapon works with your build you immediately said yes i need to start a notebook is this the kind of shit i need to be writing down and jotting down and figuring out my build and what class and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. i think that shit you don't necessarily need to write down but it is worth kind of paying attention to like i the stat stuff seems really deep in a way that I I never fully wrap my head around. And maybe if oh. I like I've, at this point, like I beat I've beaten the game, I've gotten all the endings, and I'm about to beat the DLC, and I've still not like wrapped my mind around uh, like fully around how the stat stuff works, especially with the attributes and the grades and all that stuff. Maybe if I keep playing and go into the Chalice dungeons, which are basically like these this other mode in the game where you're like do, doing these procedurally generated dungeons, maybe once I get deeper into that stuff and that st- stuff starts to get difficult that's when i'll start like paying attention to that sure stuff. when you, but, you're actually worrying about an actual build yeah exactly um but it is worth i think either like looking up or having somebody to talk to you uh to ask like hey should i be investing in strength should i be investing in endurance because a thing i learned was apparently i was putting all, i was putting so much of my points into strength and the weapon that i was using for most of the game was the saw cleaver uh and as I understand it, this is what I've been told. I'm, I'm sure people listening will will tell me even further. Like the Saul Cleaver is freaking out right now. Yeah, He's freaking out, like, throwing no. things around his room. Uh, but the Saul Cleaver isn't the best weapon if you're going to invest in strength, as far as I understand. Um, and so, like, I also got another secondary weapon, which was more of a, str- a strength weapon uh, to complement that. Um, but like that stuff that you can you can kind of feel out and figure out, like, you know, in terms of stats and upgrades and stuff. Like, I'd recommend. Uh, uh, focus on endurance because endurance helps me out a lot, and then also focus on uh, vitality because that'll raise your health. Um, also, uh, look into runes and make sure you have my my main thing is make sure you have things equipped because that's very easy okay. to miss. And so, like when you go back to the hunter's dream, which is the hub area in the game, 
there are like multiple things you things you can go to. You can talk to the doll, which is where you upgrade. You can go into the house that's in the hill, and like in there, you can like equip shit to your weapon, and then you can also equip runes to your character. And it sounds like I'm saying a lot because I am. Sure. Um, but like once you're in it, it all makes sense. Like once you're in it and you realize what you got to do, it's just like okay, this is like any other video game. I I understand what this is. The, uh, uh, to circle back though, the notebook thing. The reason why I say you should take notes is more so for the narrative and story stuff. I think for you, Greg, if you are if you find yourself wanting to be invested in the world and what's going on, it could be a fun experiment to take notes as you go through so you can try and connect certain dots together. Uh, because things do change and shift in a way that kind of do require some like puzzle solving and figuring things out uh, in terms of the story. Okay. Okay. Uh, Avid Endorsement wrote in, said, don't be discouraged when you die. It's all a learning process. Bloodborne was my first Souls-like fame, any means game, and took me a month or so to get the hang of it, but now it's one of my favorite games of all time. The gothic horror, the mysterious storytelling, the twists and turns of never knowing what's around the next corner. It all adds up to a unique gameplay experience that I've yet to find another game or even get close to, or even comes close to it. Uh, give it the old college try, Greg, and remember, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. It's going to be interesting because... I've started Bloodborne before. I've started Demon Souls before on PS3 and now PS5, right? And it's not, I never turn them off because I, I don't like them or because I think they're too hard or anything. It's more I end up turning them off because I'm just like, all right, I get it. I feel like I, you know what I mean? I, I shut it down because, oh, okay, parry. Oh, okay, you know, work against these giant creatures and figure it all out. I clearly don't get it. I clearly mm-hmm. don't, right? Like, I, I feel like the people who get it are the people who are here. You know, we all saw, or I shouldn't say we all saw, if you're paying attention, uh, you saw Brian Altano, I know, force himself to play Bloodborne, I think last year as well, maybe the year before it, but detail that on Beyond and on Twitter of his thing. That might have been thing. like four years ago. Was it really? Jesus, God. Yeah, I, I remember listening to the podcast. say that that was when I was working at IGN. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and it's just, you know, 2020, since that was such a wash, I have no <laughs> idea anymore. Uh, but it's the same thing of like, I feel like, the forcing myself to go through it'll be a big part of it and try to fill it out that way yeah and i i would also say that dying is very much a part of the experience like they're the like with with the lamps and all that stuff right and like the checkpointing um the game can be generous like i think in, in some of the early areas uh lamps and shortcuts might be like a little further apart but like for the last like like this whole um the last few weeks of me playing which has been the last half of the game in the dlc i I've I've noticed that like checkpointing and like opening up shortcuts is way um uh like closer together than I would have thought. Like the the distance between the a lamp and another lamp or a lamp and a shortcut back to that lamp yeah. uh is it is not as punishing as I think I would have thought originally. Um and so like it is okay to die and it is okay to like it, it like it's it's even okay to like lose blood echoes because all this stuff is, is retrievable, and especially when you get later and in, later into the game, there are places where you can like farm things and level up your character and do all that stuff so you can catch up, even if you do feel like you're under leveled. Um, all that stuff is is somewhat generous. Um, and even like even during the boss fights, right? Like there have been only two boss fights so far that I've played that have like fucked me up. Where like I, I remember listening to people talk about the game. One of the things that discouraged me was hearing people be like, dude, I got to this boss. And I got to I've I've been fighting this boss for three four hours straight and like hearing that made me go okay I don't want to I don't want to do that that sounds yeah. terrible um that for the most part hasn't really been the experience for me aside from 
like aside from two bosses and they both have been like the final bosses of the game uh the final boss of the actual game and then the final boss of the dlc have, have stuck me in that way where i'm i've been fighting the final dlc boss for i kid you not greg i think approaching four hours in total and i am now, not making a dent in this guy my question for you then as an out mm-hmm. again that sounds like a turnoff to me are you fighting them for four hours because they're difficult or are you fighting them for four hours because you're still trying to crack them? Like, could you look at a guy and be like, oh, and then just beat it? Or is it like you're trying to figure is, out what to do when this happens and so on and so forth? It is me still trying like trying to beat them, right? Like, if I, I looking at a guide, I could probably like, or if I even watch a YouTube video, I could probably find some strategy or some like equip fire or whatever, like figure out what I need to do yeah. technically in order to to take them out. But it honestly is me just trying over and over again and actually loving it. Like I was expecting, I was expecting it to be a process of me getting frustrated and wanting to throw my controller and it being the Akumara Palace and Persona Five uh, Royal and me just being like this shit sucks. But it the four hours I put into fighting this final boss has been fantastic. Like I've enjoyed <laughs> the whole thing because I find it I find it to be such a fun process uh, fighting this thing, and I think. That's one. That's also one of the reasons why I'm fascinated to see you play is I want to know if you take to it the same way or if that does become a turnoff because I could see that being the case and I think that's totally valid. Um, but it's not as bad as it seems is, is the point I want to make. We've mentioned his name several times. So like Beetlejuice when it talks about Bloodborne. Uh, Tamor Hussein has appeared. Of course on Patreon.com slash games where you can go. Uh, Tamor writes a missive here. and A very long letter that we'll read in full because of course we love Tamor from GameSpot and he is... Uh, an expert at all things Bloodborne. Uh, he begins, A lot of people here have given excellent tips for playing Bloodborne already, and I agree with them. I don't know if I have much more to add that's different, but I will emphasize that you shouldn't force yourself to play Bloodborne. Like many, I think it's an outstanding game and one of the best PlayStation exclusives ever, full stop. There's a very vocal fan base that enthuses about the game constantly and is always telling people to play it. I am one of those people. That can create this pressure to play it, like you're somehow missing out on something if you don't. That isn't the case, and you shouldn't feel pressure to play it by others. I gave Blessing grief about not finishing it on Twitter, but it was mostly as a jo- as a, as I joke, and I think, parentheses and hope, he knew that. You knew that, right, Bless? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Ultimately, he played it when he was ready and in the mood for it. And, as far as I can tell, he enjoyed it. He came to it in a way I, that felt right for him, parentheses, on stream with Imran by his side. And at a time, he felt right. Andy picked it up when it suited him, and he enjoyed it too. I say this because Bloodborne, perhaps more so than other From Software games, requires you to invest in so many things to get the most out of it, and I dare say to properly understand the magic of it. Playing the game is a journey, and you'll need to commit to learning to play, and in a world where games like to give you freedom to play how you want, games that create challenges that largely require specific styles of play can be difficult to get comfortable with if you're not in the mood to take what it's teaching, understand it, and apply. Similarly, the world, characters, and story are phenomenal. Sure, you might, not be into, you might not be that into gothic, Lovecraft, horror vibe, and that's okay. But if you are, to really experience it, you need to be willing to sit with it, soak it in, read things, connect dots, and have those light bulb moments. Of course, I'm not saying you have to be an archaeologist. There's just as much value in simply taking what's in front of you and not digging further. It's a beautiful and her- her- horrific world and a stunning artistic achievement at any level. But ultimately, you'll need to spend a bit of time finding the pace that works for you. And if you're not in the headspace where you want to be there and are willing to work towards finding that groove, you'll probably bounce off. Again, people have said about playing aggressively, using the visceral attacks a lot, dodging, etc. And yes, that's all important. 
but just as important is the process of understanding why you need to do that, which involves failing to do it, trying to do better, and then eventually getting there. That's when it clicks into place and you feel that sense of empowerment, like you're unstoppable. And that's a whole new set of challenges. And that's when a whole new set of challenges are put in front of you and the cycle begins again. It's the journey again. And you need to want to take that journey to have a chance at enjoying it. I think you should play the game however you want. Whether that's summoning, using guides, having people walk you through it in stream chat, or just be there to talk or just be or just be there to talk as you play. The PS5 screen share is brilliant and an underrated feature. And recently, friend of the show, Simon Cardi, has been playing the game while sharing with me and Lucy. I've been playing Persona 5 Royal or Bloodborne myself. Lucy's been doing her crafts or playing something else. And we've had this shared experience together where anytime Simon needs a nudge or has a question, we're there. That's been a fantastic experience for me as someone who loves the game. And I think Simon is having a good time too. Finally, don't be scared of the Souls community. The whole get good, no difficulty options discourse out of the community is a negative. Let me try this again. The whole get good, no difficulty options discourse out the community in a negative light. But that's a small part of the fandom that you can easily avoid. The subreddit for Bloodborne is generally helpful. It's full of passionate people that love the game and want to enjoy it too. Similarly, the content creators around Bloodborne are amazing and there's so much there's so much to experience. It's to the point where if you have an interest in the world or characters or story of Bloodborne, you don't want but don't want to play it, just watch and read stuff. And this is back to uh, how do you say this Vita Vidya? Oh yeah, I've said uh, Vati Vidya. Vati Vidya has lore videos. Hey, Zeus, here's toast has speed runs. Andy's archives are still up from his playthrough. RKG's entire prepare to try series is still up on IGN. And a few folks there at I and a few folks there at IGN have also started up their own new run of the game. You can read, you can read pale blood hunt, a fantastic and thorough breakdown of the events of the game and an analyst and analyze analysis. analysis. Thank you of what it all means or check out the amazing fan art people are making. Bloodborne has something for you, regardless of how you want to approach it and what you want out of it. You just have to want to give it a shot and give it a bit of patience to find something that clicks. And if it doesn't, that's okay. A beautiful write-up from Tamor. He should write. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, he's a writer. No, I, yeah, I think sure. from what I understand, well, what I, well, he works at GameSpot.com, but I thought he just made thumbnails. But it turns out he's a great writer. He actually knows a lot about video games. I heard he was a janitor. I didn't realize he even made <laughs> thumbnails. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with everything uh, Tamor said. And uh, another thing I'll also say, and this kind of echoes, I think, uh, a little bit what he's saying, too, is that I think, for me, Bloodborne has ended up as one of my favorite PS4 uh, uh, first-party games, PS4 yeah. exclusives, PS4 game. I guess I'll just, just, just say that. Um, but I also think it's one of those games that also might not be for everyone. And I think that's okay. Like, if, you, if you're a person that, like, if you're a di- diehard PlayStation fan... You know, I think it's worth trying Bloodborne out, but I also don't think if you don't love Bloodborne, you know, it's not like I don't think you're wrong. You know, I don't think like the I, I don't think it's a must play. I don't I wouldn't even recommend it as like my like if somebody came to me and they're like, I'm, I'm buying three PS4 games. I don't know if Bloodborne would be in there. I think I would go God of mm-hmm. War, Spider-Man, uh, 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 Last of Us, maybe Persona 5 Royal. Right. Like I, I, I would I would go Blood, Bloodborne does take some effort. Uh, to get into it kind of reminds me too of a uh, shadow colossus in a way where it is non-traditional um even though souls games are a genre now and they're like there are so many of them and so in that way i guess you could say it's a bit traditional but as far as like mainstream games triple a games all this stuff right non-traditional you're going into it and 
it is what it is and if it vibes vibes with you you could fall in love with it and if it doesn't like that's totally okay too um and so i just want to throw that out there well ladies and gentlemen let's find out together this is bloodborne month on ps i love you xoxo of course if you have it download it start playing it if you didn't but you bought a playstation 5 remember it's part of the playstation plus collection you can get it right there uh, obviously it's been on sale a bajillion times hopefully you have it somewhere you can get in there uh, of course as we go i will add to uh the the questionnaire for ps i love you xoxo on patreon.com slash kind of funny games click on the little participation links uh a thing about where you at in bloodborne and what i shouldn't do that actually because it'll spoil it for me i guess at some point we'll call us i we write in with your non-spoilery stuff of how you're enjoying bloodborne as we go i guess would be the easy way to do it and what who you're getting stuck at and you know how you're enjoying the game as we go but there'll be a big spoiler cast uh with tamor uh with bless and i'm sure a cavalcade of other guests as we get there and figure it all out but i'm excited to give it the old college try and like you know as sit down and have a reason now to play through it like right you know that not not mm-hmm. to have the luxury of ah I, I get it i'm out of here i'm gonna go do something else to actually try to review it with everybody and have a spoiler cast we'll see how it goes did it ever Very come excited. to pc or was that just no. like a rumor yeah okay. i think that was a rumor mm. slash the thing that people want and i wouldn't be surprised if it ends up on pc at some at some point mm. i am expecting a ps5 pc version i'd be shocked if that didn't come at some point ladies and gentlemen for now Let's have a word from our sponsors. Of course, you don't have to listen to the sponsors if you're on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, but you're not there, so listen to them. This episode of PSI Love You XOXO is brought to you by Freshly. Let's talk about it right now. Last year was chaotic. This year, let Freshly's chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week and take the pressure off of you. Need help getting your New Year's resolutions to get into shape and eat right on track? Then it's time to get Freshly. Their delicious meals are designed by nutritionists and cooked by chefs to make it easier to eat better. Dinner can be complicated, and 2021 should be anything but that. That's why Freshly is here. Their chef-made meals keep dinners delicious, simple, and better for you with nutritious ingredients in every dish. Getting everything you need to cook dinner is complicated right now. With Freshly, it's simple. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Grocery grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain, especially right now. And With Freshly, you don't have to uh, deal with any of that. You don't have to leave your house. Uh, Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week, and you can keep a fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. Ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak, peppercorn, sausage-baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. Freshly can fit any lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for you and your dietary needs. From what I understand, Kevin's been using this, and of course, Paula, a vegetarian, he's happy, he's enjoying the things, and he's ready to go. Ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com and you choose what you want. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners 40% off their first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash kinda. Uh, make eating better your New Year's resolution and get a special limited time offer. Go to Freshly.com slash kinda for $40 off your first two orders. Try Freshly now and for a limited time, get $40 off your first two orders. Go to Freshly.com slash kinda to learn more. This episode of PSI Love You XOXO is brought to you by Kind of Funny 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you missed it, and I hope it all went well because I'm, of course, recording this before we actually do it. Uh, we did our big sixth anniversary celebration over on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games on Monday. Announced a whole bunch of different stuff. The most, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening. Obviously, there's different, There's a, we have the thermometer as always, this big old thermometer, and it's going up and it's making new shows and doing new stuff. But I want to read off some of the notes we announced for Kind of Funny Games. Uh, number one, 
fun. Uh, we are streaming video games each and every day on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right after kind of funny games daily. You can join our new hire snow bike Mike as he brings in all different members of kind of funny and of course a bunch of different guests to play games with uh, each other uh, solo stuff full playthroughs playing with the community uh there's a bunch of different stuff happening twitch.tv slash kind of funny games each and every day right after games daily uh like i said we hired snow mike mike for that we also hired him to keep the x cast going the x cast is continuing now as a full-blown kind of funny show it's it's snow mike mike it's gary witta and filling that third chair is none other than paris lily that's right paris lily joins the part-timer cast here at kind of funny we are super excited to have him we also hired kind of funny best friend roger pokorny you know him well he's uh, edits the borderlands show he's edited the some of the social stuff you'd seen before uh he did some orioration for us he's done a whole bunch of different stuff and he is now a, a full-time hire as well to make smaller content of the twitch videos we'll be doing each and every day he'll be making stuff there he'll be doing new stuff like the new blessing show there's all all manner of really cool video game stuff happening with them on top of that we're supporting a different charity each and every month throughout the uh, month here of, or the the i think we're doing the entire 2021 it might be the first six months but i think that was just because already that doesn't matter we clarified that on monday that's the the past <laughs> go find out about it patreon.com slash kind of funny games and then we're on top of that we're doing a thing where we're spotlighting a different games guest each and every week trying to bring in different voices uh to come in here each and every week at least on one of our game shows uh to come in and talk about what's going on to have their opinions have them out there uh to elevate people in uh, the greater uh, professional gaming community uh bringing new voices for you voices you don't get to hear on kind of funny we're super excited about that uh of course all of this happens because you're so amazing to us if you like what we do please ladies and gentlemen go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games support us there uh, like i said we're doing the fundraising thermometer like we always do with a whole bunch of different shows and a whole bunch of goals on it there's different ways to support it this year though of course, every uh, upgraded pledge or new pledge on patreon.com slash kind of funny games or patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, goes into that thermometer. However, this year we're also doing Twitch subs. If you sub to us on Twitch, since we're taking Twitch so seriously this year, that'll go into the thermometer. And then if you're like, I love you guys, but I have no money to give you, there is a free way, of course. You can go to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, subscribe, or I'm sorry, follow there, which is the free version, and then also click the notification bell. You do those, we count it as $1 and add it to the thermometer to make new shows shows and cool shit for you that was a lot it was a long ad i'm sorry again patreon.com slash kind of funny games you don't have to listen to ads anymore but thank you for your support we're incredibly excited for a brand new year i can't believe it's been six years of kind of funny uh and here's the six more blessing hit me with some playstation updates playstation updates before i even get into this i just want to say we talked about bloodborne for maybe an hour i wasn't keeping track and i still yeah. have so much to say so i can't well, wait I, I mean well, i want to get a spoiler cast out of you before it goes so like i can't yeah, have you sure. out here you, you know just blowing it being done yeah. with it. very excited for it uh playstation updates i got a couple i'm gonna start with uh the playstation blog they have their audience vote for their game of the year awards that they do yearly um and i wanted to go through some of the winners because i think this is a pretty uh fun list that they have of course it's playstation blog so it's playstation um and this is voted by, this Biased. is voted on <laughs> this well this is voted on by um let's see over two well they had 2.5 million votes across all their categories and so playstation blog users went hard for this um let's start with best narrative actually before i even go into it greg how many how many what what game do you think is like the top earner? Last year. 
Okay, you're correct. <laughs> you're well, very I correct. mean, it, like it's. I mean, like I. It's been interesting to see this push and pull, and this is voted on by fans too, so it's like a little bit out there. But like, mm. Ghost of Tsushima has been getting so much love from that audience of like, you know, I mean, people who are shouting that out and making it, uh, in, you know, Jeff's awards and everything else. But I, Last of Us is going to be yeah. far and away the winner, and right? La- yeah, Last of Us pretty much dominated so many of these categories, and so the the way, they, the way they do it is uh, they give out different trophies for different awards, and so they have the platinum, gold, silver. In bronze and so for best narrative i'll start from bronze to make it fun uh at bronze we got final fantasy 7 remake at silver we got marvel's uh spider-man miles morales at gold shot, bless. we have ghost of Shima. <laughs> and at platinum we have the last is part two congratulations last part two from the playstation blog um best use of the dual sense greg do you have any predictions for this one astrobot the it's got yeah, no, you know what I mean. Astrobot definitely. And then won what? The- it's gonna be Miles. <laughs> Miles is in there for sure. <laughs> it's like how many uh, PlayStation Five games are? And geez, all right. So Astrobot wins, mm-hmm. and then Miles will be gold, and then oh, so what did Miles do with the with the dual sense aside from like it's vibrated? It just fucking vibrated. Yeah, yeah. Swing like. I feel like there was this vibration, and then like a little bit of the the haptic feedback with the the webs. Well, yeah, the way, yeah, that, that's yeah. like the one thing. I Demon like Souls, truly... Sackboy, they've got to be in there, maybe. I mean, Not, what, did they got what did Demon Souls do, though? I don't what did any of them do? Say, you know, I mean, Astro is the one that felt crazy. The rest of them were just like things They're, that were I, happening. Shooting games do quite a bit with the dual sense. Oh, uh, Fortnite did stuff with it. Is Fortnite in there? Fortnite's not in here, no. But you, you pretty much nailed it with Astro's Playroom getting the platinum. Uh, gold was Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, um, and then Silver was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which. I, okay. I personally would have given the gold because Cold War, they they went hard with the with the um the All triggers the, like different like feeling guns and shit like that. Yeah, they made they made like a lot of the guns just feel different from each other in the way that they shoot in the dual sense, which I thought yeah. was pretty cool. And, and then at Fortnite bronze, did that as well. Yeah, Fortnite did that also. And then bronze, we got uh, Demon Souls. Yeah, see, uh, told you. Best accessibility features. Another platinum for the last. Was I was going to say knock out, knock out of the park on home. There. Yeah, it's not it's not really a competition. And then uh, gold uh, being Ghost of Tsushima, uh, silver Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, and then bronze Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I would have put Valhalla higher here, um, just because like I, I don't remember Ghost of Tsushima's. Uh, yeah, I was like, gonna say I stretched to remember. I remember there like, being a colorblind mode. I really don't remember any like what they did with Miles Morales uh, when it comes to accessibilities. But like the I'm one, surprised, the like only other Watch Dogs Legion, I would have put it put in there too. Like yeah, Watch like, Dogs Legion, I've been playing like, a little really, bit of it. Ubisoft like really kind of like went out uh, with like, their way Watch Dogs Legion, um, even uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. They had some pretty good uh, accessibility features, and then Valhalla was the main standout to me outside of The Last of Us Part Two where like they really show yeah. uh showcase it that at the beginning when you're starting your save and like you can run through all of these different settings and stuff like that was that was really for sure and also fun. like you know to be clear right this is like the play this is the playstation blog yeah. uh fan voted yeah, and yeah, so yeah. this is a very specific audience wouldn't hear um best graphical showcase blog audience? what was that you're trying to talk shit about the playstation blog audience I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part of that audience i might <laughs> i might have voted in this thing Okay. Uh, best graphical showcase, another platinum for the last of part two. Sure. Uh, gold, Ghost of Shima, Silver, uh, Miles Morales, uh, and Bronze, Demon Souls, which is awesome. Even though, well, I guess that makes sense. I guess that lines up. I, w- I was about to say that I could see Miles Morales being gold with Ghost of Shima being silver because of the PS5 uh, upgrades, but Ghost of Shima was just beautiful. Beautiful so as I it was. Up. I think that makes it stand out even more. The fact that exactly. it was such a work of art. Yeah. Speaking of which, best art direction. Ghost of Tsushima, 
is taking away the platinum, uh, with gold being the last of part two, silver being Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and uh, bronze being Final Fantasy VII Remake. Best soundtrack. Okay. Any predictions? Hold on. Uh, I, well, I, sadly, on that one, I scrolled ahead yeah, too fast. I saw it. Last of Us. I saw Last of Us. Mm-hmm. What do you think for the rest? Oh, I mean, well, I feel like Miles is just cleaning up, so Miles has got to be there. Ghost has got to be there. Any other? Yeah, I mean, one more. My, I'll you, tell you right you, now, you're you, right so far. You know where my heart would be. Sackboy. But did enough people play that to know that it has mm-hmm. a great soundtrack to actually vote for it? Probably not. Yeah, that's my thought. A game that came out on PlayStation this year with a banging soundtrack. What could be left? I mean, Fuser, but again, I don't think enough people played that. Like, this is what we're talking about. You're mm-hmm. talking to a, a mainstream audience, right? Like, not that I'm insulting PlayStation Blog people, but like, what is going to rise at the time? I mean, Valhalla, maybe? Greg, Final oh. Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, uh, come on. Yeah, you, you guys do like that. You guys do like that. Uh, if anything, that should have had the Persona? Persona. Oh, well, I mean, that's the same soundtrack, right? No, it, dude, there's had. so with, much like, more a few music more songs. in that. Oh, okay. I mean, right. so much more music and yeah, a few dude. more songs. The fight, the the uh, combat music was great, but yeah, you're you're spot on. Platinum, Last is Part Two, uh, with the gold being Ghost of Shima, silver being Miles Morales, and bronze being Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, and I wholeheartedly agree that the the um, uh, Little Boy. Big Planet Sackboy, yeah, mm-hmm. had a banging soundtrack that should have been there. Also, like Astro's Playroom, even though not as many songs as the, these other games, but. That GP. Honestly, I would put I would put Final Fantasy VII remake. Even though like I have my hangups about that game, I would put that soundtrack above. Miles I put Morales. it number one. Yeah, for sure. Like easily. And again, I I haven't played easily. enough of Ghost of Tsushima to really. Mm. Best sound design. Uh, Last of Us Two got the platinum with the golds being or gold being Ghost of Tsushima, uh, silver being Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and then bronze being Demon Souls. Uh, and then let me scroll through. We don't have to necessarily look at every single one of these. Yeah, best multiplayer, which was Call of Duty Warzone. Shout out. Um, best sports. Shout out to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, which got the platinum. Best new character. This is a fun one. Any predictions, Greg? Best new character. I did the same thing again where I, I see Miles. So Miles, yeah. which is who it should be. But I can go beyond that. Well, so, Miles isn't really a new character. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like, I guess he's a new playable character. But well, no, he's playable. He yeah, was he's playable. playable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like this. I don't like that he's like. It's a it's a weird one. You it's get a fine. You line. can feel it. It's like I, he, I understand why. New, but he's new. Yeah. Like it's the yeah. first time we're playing as him as Spider Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, so then that also you know okay. Abby, Abby ran, ran away with our awards, and we loved Abby. So Abby's mm-hmm. there. Any other guests? I, think, I know. I'm, I, well, I'm trying to think of new characters. You know what I mean? Like, wh- yeah. where the uh, the Ghost of Shishima uh, dude, Jin Sakai. Great call, Drake. Mm-hmm. Great call. And again, just playing the way this has worked out, Avor from Assassin's Creed. You I nailed assume, it. Right? Yeah, no. <laughs> Miles Morales got the platinum with uh, gold being Jin Sakai, silver being them. Abby, and then bronze being Avor from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Best best independent game uh we got fall guys ultimate knockout getting the platinum uh with gold being bug snacks silver being worms Ooh. rumble which i think is fascinating and i kind of want to try i had that actually downloaded because it was a ps plus game uh for december i believe um and so i've been i've been looking at it on my playstation <laughs> dashboard maybe playing it because like as, as soon as i boot it up and then the trophy list becomes available then people uh, look at that and they're like oh look at this like, yeah. um and then uh, bronze got uh, or bronze was a uh, skater XL. Shout out to skater XL, oh, a game wow. that 
I played a lot of. Yeah. Did you this is get that platinum? <laughs> that platinum Skater was, XL? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Wasn't platinum. there some ridiculous trophy? There was one yeah. where it was like essentially you have to skate, uh, I think, like the length of like going around the world or something like that. Oh, and it's just, away. yeah, it's a lot. It's ridiculous. Uh, gaming moment of the year. I think this is a fun one. Uh, let me read them before I even say them out loud because I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, I'll just oh, read. So it's like a moment. It's a moment from the game. Yeah, a moment from the game. Okay, hold on. I want to. I, wanna, I, I think. I think they wrote it in a way that doesn't spoil things. Yeah, and I, I like some of their some of their picks. Last is part two. Just oh. got, I'm, not, I'm just gonna say last is part two, part two got platinum. I won't say what happened, but it got the platinum. I mean, it says um, final showdown. You can say that. Like, people yeah. understand the game probably ends in a boss man. <laughs> Maybe somebody out there listening is like, I didn't want to know the game had a final showdown. I didn't know that there were fighting. There was fighting in The Last of Us. You know, people gonna fight in this game. <laughs> but like a final showdown. Uh, the gold was a uh, Ghost Shima horseback title sequence. Mm, that's oh, okay. I know what they're talking about. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, silver Marvel's Mo- Mar- Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales. Uh, the bridge sequence, which we've seen, we've all seen in the marketing stuff. Yeah, um, that was one of their like uh, debut things. Yeah, not debut things, but giant showcase things. Yeah, and then bronze uh, is a fun one. Astro's playroom, experiencing experiencing haptic feedback and uh, adaptive triggers for the first time. Remember which, that we started. I our do remember that. early. And we couldn't show it, but you're having such a good time. Yeah. Uh, best PSVR experience. Any guesses? You probably seen it, but I haven't. I haven't scrolled ahead on this one. Um, okay. Which you think got that platinum? Oof. Okay, so. I'm gonna. I gotta start shouting things out as a hang of them. Iron Man VR is gonna be on this list. How high? Who knows? Um. Uh. Uh. uh Star Wars Rebels. No. Star Wars Squadrons. Star Wars Squadrons. It will be on this list. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. The hit game. I need. Uh oh. Uh, Walking Dead. Saints and Sinners. Mm. And then shit. One more. Well, I know. I was like, what is a fourth big PlayStation VR game that came out this year? If you think hard enough, you're definitely going to get it. Am I good so far? Have I? I mean, not the you're, order of them. Not the you're three order for three. Them. Not the order, but you've, you're three for three so far. Fuck. Oh, no. Um, can you tell me, is it a full game or is it a mode to a game? It's a mode. Ooh, fuck. Ooh. It's one you for sure know. You're going you're gonna to kick yourself if you don't get it. Yeah, I know. I know, Blessing. Shit, fuck. Did no, I don't want to like help him. Well, I, did, help me. Will you help I, me with the other one? Wanna, did the Tetris multiplayer stuff come to other platforms, or is that no? Still... That was that's just Xbox. Okay, Xbox. Okay, okay. Still Xbox. Uh, mm, no, that's not a mode do a game. Oh, um, wasn't there new? Um, there was new. Um, what's the 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 red dudes and you're throwing shit at them? Super hot. Oh, yeah, wasn't super there a new yeah. super hot? But that Blessing wouldn't have counted that, I don't think. He wouldn't have counted that one, I don't think. Shit, yeah, fuck, just tell me. Also, uh, it's PlayStation. Like, I think PlayStation. PlayStation 2020. Oh, oh, a PlayStation oh. 2020 game that got a VR mode. Yeah. What is it? Dreams. Ah, oh, <laughs> fuck, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I do kick myself for that. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are the four. Uh, what are the, the, what are the, plat- uh, oh, okay. the platinum is Star Wars Squadrons. Um, with the gold being Marvel's Iron Man VR, silver being Fuck. Dreams, and bronze being The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. You're almost there, though. I, guess, I know. Like, well, I, I'm fucked. I'm pissed off that I got Walking Dead and I, I couldn't think of Dreams. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, 
let's round it out with a couple more. Uh, PS4 game of the year. I feel like this one is Last of Us. And obviously, yeah, Last of Us Part 2. Got the platinum. Then it's uh, Ghost. Then it's Miles. Then it's Assassin's Creed. Uh, close. Uh, it's Ghost. Then it's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Then it's Marvel's Miles Man. Ma- Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. I keep wanting to say Marvel's Miles. Um, <laughs> PS5 Marvel's game Miles of the year. Marvel. PS5 game of the year. Oh, that is... wasn't PS. Oh, yeah. That was PS4. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. So then it would be PS5 game of the year. Miles Morales. Correct. Uh, That's the okay. one. Then gold would be Demon Souls. Correct. And then silver would be. Oof. This is where it gets difficult. I know, right? I was there are gonna, a lot of uh, options. Well, Astro is what I'm going to say. But are they playing? Are they? Or is it back to what I was going to say? Remember when I said they wouldn't review it? Is it Astro mm-hmm. or is it is it? In... Astro's in there, but it is uh, okay. bronze, and so you're left with silver. So my silver would be. Uh, a, Assassin's Creed? Are they counting that? Since they, they yeah, yeah, Assassin's Creed. Version. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a Greg Miller ass list, aside from Demon Souls, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, Miles Morales, Miles Morales, number one, platinum, and then yeah, Demon Souls, Assassin's Creed, then Astro's Playroom. Okay. Um, and then yeah, I guess we can. Ra- oh, I like actually, I like the I, I like the couple that are left. So let's do these couple. Okay. Most anticipated game. Uh, I'll just read that one out. The platinum is is uh the next God of War with the uh, gold being Horizon Forbidden West and uh, silver being Resident Evil Village, bronze being Final Fantasy VII 16, and then Studio of the Year. Any guesses, Greg Miller? Studio. Naughty Dog. Yep, correct. Naughty Dog number one. Mm-hmm. Sucker Punch. Uh, Sucker Punch There's is in there. there. Okay, okay. Oh, he's not. They're not number two. Insomniac. Not number two. Oh, Insomniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Insomniac's yeah. number one. Or no, Somniac's um, gold, and then Sucker yeah, Punch yeah. is silver, and then uh, there, there's one more. Japan Studio. No. no that, that is a good guess. Wait, who is it? Is it a PlayStation Although Studio? I, uh, it is not a PlayStation Studio. Okay, so then it's uh, yeah, just Ubisoft? Or are, they, are they breaking it up by a territory? Uh, it's not Ubisoft. It is Square Enix. Final Fantasy, yeah. yeah. Final Fantasy. That was the toss-up. That was the toss-up because there was yeah. so much Final Fantasy in there, and then uh, Assassin's Creed. I like I, I like Studio of the Year. I'm I trying to think so. what I would give it. I guess I probably would give it Naughty Dog also. Mm, maybe not. Who would you give it to, Bear? Uh, Insomniac, probably. Because mm, 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 it's mm. also it's not just about like. Uh, there's just like a lot of shit going on with Naughty Dog this year where like I don't know of if course I yeah the crunch stuff yeah totally. yeah so yeah. like Insomniac always like it seems like there's always like good reports of like how they work with their teams and stuff like that so I, I would probably That's personally I, give it to I mean, this isn't a PlayStation studio and they didn't you know, even put out a PlayStation game this exactly. year exactly get out of here um, with your super giant love I knew that's yeah no, that was what <laughs> my mind too fucking Hades an amazing fucking game and they're like we didn't crunch at all we refused yeah. to let people crunch like yep yeah, alright that's <laughs> how you don't let people read it it's like man it must be nice all right, hey, Greg. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you, know, you, you get on the Slack to talk about Fortnite, all right? I never read my email on the Yo, weekend. When are we playing so. Fortnite again, though? I, think I mean, tomorrow on the stream that was going to be yesterday for people listening to the show. <laughs> Is that happening? Uh, one more for PlayStation updates. Uh, we have our January PlayStation Plus games. They are Man Eater, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Greedfall. So that's a pretty exciting month. Um, remember, next month. We're gonna get that young destruction all stars, which I'm looking forward to. I keep forgetting about that. God, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, wow. So I'm looking all forward right. to that. Yeah. Um, but that's enough about PlayStation updates. Let's talk about PlayStation picks. Of course, this is where we highlight a few of the cool looking games coming to PSN this week. Uh, we got no big hitters, but we do have one pick 
that I want to talk about. A game called Iris Fall, uh, spelled I R I S dot fall. I don't know who that Google it out. Iris. Oh, okay. There it is. Great. Uh, <laughs> lovely singing voice, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> this game is coming to PS4 on Thursday, January 7th. Uh, solve clever puzzles and uncover an intriguing story full of mystery and wonder with light and shadow as a core concept. Iris Fall takes players on a monochrome adventure unlike any other. Iris Fall is a puzzle game featuring striking visuals and spellbinding theme of light and shadow. Uh, James Shepard at Indie Game website gave it an 8 out of 10 and says, and when it came to PC, he gave it an 8 out of 10, uh, and said, Iris Fall only takes a few hours to complete, and this feels just right. From start to finish, it's an engaging and well-polished experience that finishes on a high before the demands that was tricky puzzling take too much of a toll. Uh, while the easily frustrated may wish to steer clear, this is a stylish, brain-teasing trip worth taking. So if that sounds up your alley, give Iris Fall a try. No thanks. Yeah, it's not really for me either. <laughs> it's for somebody though. And oh, so, interesting. I, you thought, I thought you, you, watching the the gameplay and watching the trailer looks like something that would be really up your alley and blessing. It looked cool. I I think it looks cool, and I do like puzzle games, but I don't know what it was or what it is about this one that like isn't yeah isn't exciting. Really me. Really like it reminds bad. me a little bit of like Inside mixed with a like a more two D like cartoony puzzle game, mm. which. I could vibe with, but if it's not the quality of Inside or if it's not the quality of like other games I put in that category, then I don't know. It wouldn't necessarily do it for me. Um, also, I, I read more of the reviews and like eight was like on the high side. There was like there are other reviews that are like seven and six, um, and so yeah. Would you rather play that or Miles Morales again? Wow, I mean that's a tough game you hate, and then a game that just doesn't look yeah, interesting. Yeah. You know, it's a bad it's a bad decision either way. <laughs> blessing uh it's time for what you've been playing where we talk about what you've been playing but we talked a ton about bloodborne as you already called yeah. that and that's I all talk, you play i can talk more about like, bloodborne if you want just, just again i need you to save it keep something in the tank for this month of bloodborne okay. coverage as we get going here or whatever so sure. i'll take it then and just tell you that uh as i top, talked about at the top i played cyberpunk right i fucking wanted a platinum cyberpunk uh this break <laughs> and after 70 hours last night after 70 hours last night i had to say all right i gotta walk away i gotta stop oh no because i had two different platinum breaking bugs oh no two different platinum it both in the same thing of santa domingo or whatever one of the that district of i have everything else in the game done except getting all the nc uh, ncpd side hustles and all the gigs done in that area and the first time i did it like so 70 hours total is where i'm at now plus obviously more than that but early on in the game i did a ncp ncpd uh, side mission if you don't play cyberpunk or you're waiting for it or you just don't ever want to play it i understand uh you know these are all the random objectives that pop up on the screen and so the npd thing or ncpd stuff are the you know police scanner missions there are all these little blue dots that pop up that usually are run in kill all these guys or run in kill all these guys and get a piece of evidence or you know destroy this you know bigger ones like have a whole bunch of people have to clear out and stuff like that but that's it's simple stuff it isn't story-based stuff and so hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours ago for me as i was playing this game right i had done one of them and it was that i killed everybody and there was a thing that looked like every other game we have to pick up the evidence and i ran over to it because that's where the marker was but the evidence like exclamation mark didn't pop oh. and i was like that's weird but then i read the thing it wasn't about evidence it was about kill everybody but i had killed everybody there and there was no one left 
And it was so early in the play of it and the platinum chase of it that I didn't think anything of it. Not, and I hadn't done a lot of these in a way that like I know what they should do and how they should play it. And so like I was like, all right, weird. This guy will spawn another time, I guess, or whatever. And I ran off. And so Damn. jump ahead 30 hours or whatever, 35 hours or whatever it was. I'm clearing out everything. And again, I've done I have every other trophy and it's just this last one. And I'm clearing the area and I run. I, I like to do it just in order, like everything closest to me. And I just you know switch back all the way down to what I'm doing. And I ran into this one and I turn into the area and everyone's dead there. And I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's like that thing of like, this isn't like a memory seared in my brain of like oh something's wrong and i'm you know but it was like that thing of like i vaguely remember when this happened and i was like oh this is weird it's got to be something else not thinking at the time no like stop you know reload your save run back in here because now that i've done it i've had other missions bug out where i couldn't do something or whatever and you reload the save and you come in and it does what it's supposed to do you know the npc who's going to give you the quest triggers or whatever's supposed to happen in the back end happens and i ran into this fucking place and i'm just running around. I'm. I have. I have this amazing. Show. I'm a god at this point in the game, right? Like I have, you know, more money, more power, more thing than there's anything to do with. So I have this fucking amazing shotgun that kills everything in one blast. I'm running around, shotgunning the bodies that are still on the ground, just blowing limbs off of them, hoping oh, to like just te- the game to be like, oh shit, everybody's dead. Fuck, give them the give them the check mark. None of it happens. You know, I leave and I go do other stuff. And I'm like, because it's that thing of like, I read online on this one kids on the one Steam forum. Somebody else said something very similar like this happened. But when they, they still pop the tr- their Steam achievement for it because it still had the thing, but the game registered that the job was done, that they were all done. I'm like, perfect, great, fantastic. And I do everything else. And I just have that one. And I'm fast forwarding time. I'm going through everything like that could possibly that something else is going to spawn in the area. And just nothing will fucking trigger and so I just go back to this area and I'm like, I'm pinging everything, which again, if you don't play is, is like it sounds, you ping the, uh, you know, use your uh, scanner to ping and then you can see enemies in the area. I don't see any enemies. I'm climbing as high as I can. I'm like breaking the game, trying to get to higher areas and lower areas, to try to find it. I run around the entire block, just shooting any enemy I see, hoping that that was like the one lone enemy that spawned off. And so finally I was like, fuck, I think this is the backbreaker. And so I looked through my saves because I now it was a needle in a haystack thing of like I have a gajillion saves from Cyberpunk, you know. Uh, uh I think a benefit of playing so many Bethesda games, I just make a million saves because yeah. you know something's gonna happen probably somewhere. And uh, but I had done this one so this this wasn't you know one I did on my quest for the platinum. This is just something I had done back there. So I had to go 30 hours back. I found a save, which isn't it sounds crazy, and I guess it to an extent it is because I'd done all the side missions I needed except this one, and even though technically I'd done this one. So you go 30 hours back, meaning that whole island's progress reset. And I immediately run to that one and I do that mission, and there are way more enemies than I originally killed. And mm-hmm. I kill them all and it goes off my map. And I'm like, fuck. I have to do Damn. this entire section of the city again, all of it. And so, you know, I go to bed and then I wake up the next day and I do it. I go through and do all Jesus of it. Christ. And I'm working my way <laughs> through all these things again. And last night I had it down to five or seven, maybe things left to do on that map. And I run again and I'm doing, keep in mind, I've done all of these before. So I know exactly how they should. This is painful to listen to, by the way. <laughs> this hurts in, me. In the, well, we'll get to it in a second. Well, I, right here, like the thing about it was it wasn't. Because mm-hmm. I really do love the gameplay loop of Cyberpunk. I really do love the hacking, the, the do a breach protocol, upload my things. I'm playing as, you know, the hacker with all my quick hacks and I'm doing all these cool things. And 
what I had found about being the God version of this when I was going through and doing it all is that suddenly it was like actually a waste of my time to do the breach protocol stuff. I had this amazing shotgun and I have way so many hit points. Everything's low threat to me. So like, is, I, it was like, if I want to fuck around and do the old thing I used to do and hack and have all fun with it, great. It made more sense generally for me to run and just go, and just blow everybody away, mm-hmm. right? And clear the whole thing and deal with it. Which wasn't bad, but was just brain dead. Whereas going back and doing it again 30 hours before, I had to actually be clever about it. And I had to actually upgrade my stats the way I wanted to rather than sitting on perk points to you know get whatever stupid trophy I have. I have a whole different rant about the cyberpunk trophy list that I'll get to another day. But for this one, I go off and it's, yeah, the, the gig breaking news, which is a super short one where you talk to a guy in a parking lot in his car. He says, go in there and plant a tracker and don't get seen by cameras. And then you should get out and go get your reward and the mission's over. It should take all of two seconds. So when I saw that one and I was running through, I'm like, oh my God, I, you know, I only have five of these left. This will be a short one. I'm going to platinum this game in the next 30 minutes. Get the mission from him, run in come in my my back way open the window drop down as soon as i i don't land on the van i need to do i land on the ground immediately electrified dead and i'm like that's not that's not normal that's not how that's supposed to be i'm like all right reload the save come in there drop down uh, i you know i killed a one lady with a quick hack plant the tracker climb back out the objective goes over for one second to all right exit the parking lot and then the objective disappears, and the, it's just the the gig breaking news in red. There's no objectives oh, no. under it. So I leave the parking lot. The guy isn't where he should be. Nothing's happening. I run around. Nothing triggers. Nothing. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, fuck. So quit out. Reload this thing. Still broken. Quit out. Reload the thing. Fuck. Go back now to a save from like 30, 45 minutes before. Run uh, back to the objective do it there i get it to change over to all right cool you know i've leave the parking lot i've left the parking lot it's fine but then the exclamation mark wigs out for where it's supposed to be shit fuck reload come in do the same thing get it leave the parking lot everything's fine it says go collect your reward i run over to where i'm supposed to collect my reward and the question mark which usually should be like more like eye level is in the ground underneath a service station and so i go to the service station and it's just Mm. giving me the option to sell not to collect and I walk away from it. I'm like, that's fucking weird. And the guy who gave me the job calls me and he starts talking about the job I had done the job before this. And be like, oh my God, nobody told me she had a sister. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, okay, reload, do the same thing, same results, same everything. Google around online and find the CD Projekt Red fucking you know, glitch forum or whatever. And this person is describing exactly what's happened to me, but like even with detail, like, yo, this is broken. And he's only he's a quest behind everything I'm doing. Yeah. So oh when my I God. I, when I I finish quest uh B, he's talking about quest A. When I finish quest C, he's talking about quest B. So and he's like, uh, when you get to the end or whatever, which is the one I'm on, you can't collect the rewards. So you're just sitting there. And so I was like, motherfucker and i looked again at like i'm like all right well i could go i look at my saves i'm like all right i have one from where i am now that is like an hour and a half behind that so do i want to go back an hour and a half and then try to do these missions in a different order that i did for this guy in hopes that this does and i was just like you know what no i don't like i like Let's not do this again like i didn't i didn't hate this i'm not destroyed by not having this i would hope since this is one of the, like both of my things are well known on the internet of like, Hey, this guy is, didn't spawn for me to kill or there's not enough people. Hey, this thing is buried in the ground, whatever. It's just like, 
I'm going to close this and put it down and mm. hope that it gets patched one day <laughs> that I can come back and platinum this game. But for now, I will be sitting there forever with this Santa Domingo trophy hanging over my head or whatever. Which or that's heartbreaking. Is this the, the first, jungle. Is this the first step in you letting go of platinums? Are you Dude, Dead Island trophy? didn't break me. Dead Island didn't break me back in the day. This one's not going to break me. Well, what Dead happened I- with Dead Island? Dead Island... I, yeah, I think it was Dead Island 1, but maybe it was the second one. It doesn't really matter. I have all Did the trophies. Did not even ever that... come out? Oh, no, well, Dead Island Riptide, not like Dead Riptide? Island 2. Oh, yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, Sorry, gotcha. the next Dead Island. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a very similar thing where I was working on all the trophies and everything was great. And I forget if it's literally the one trophy or if it was like I have two or three left and I was there was this one, but it was collect all the tape recorders or whatever. And I had it. I wanted it platinum. before I was reviewing it. I wanted it platinum before it actually uh, uh, came out or whatever. And... I went through and I did all did it all and I had one tape recorder left and I could not for the life of me find this fucking tape recorder. And so I remember on like a Sunday and like, you know, review embargo was Monday and the game came out on Tuesday. I called GameStop downtown on Market Street and I was just like, hey, by any chance, do you have the like the Dead Island or Dead Island Riptide uh, uh, guide early? And the guy's like, let me check. Yeah, we do. And I'm like, all right. So I climbed on the Muni, <laughs> rode down from the sunset where I was living way in the booties, got there, bought the thing, came all the way back. And I'm looking through it at all, like whatever, however many things there were. And I was like, damn, I really feel like I got all these, but whatever. So I just started going around the map and I would just add a magic marker and I would just cross off every one of the tape recorders on the map and the thing. And I was like, here we go. Last one. This is where it's going to be. And I walked into where it was compared the screenshot to what i had and where it should be it was not there because i had collected Mm -hmm. it and so i had collected this thing and the game just never credited me for having all x amount of them and so it was just one and i was like huh and that was one that fucking stung like the cyberpunk again it was like i had a lot of fun doing all this stuff and you know for all the problems and bugs and how unacceptable this is in general for cyberpunk and the the status of cyberpunk and we didn't even talk about it since this is our first ps i love you since it got delisted like there's Plenty to talk shit about about cyberpunk and everything else, but like, like the if the Dead Island one because that was early on in the trophy hunting days, right? Where I was like, oh man, and like if that didn't break me, Barrett, this ain't gonna break me. And like I said, like now, 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 my first thing is to just go out and start grinding that uh, 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 Marvel's one. I still need. I still gotta get that Marvel Avengers one. So what's up with that? Is it just broken or is it just not populating? No, it's just you have to do fifty fucking hives. Oh, which okay. are a lot of hives and i'm doing enough everybody's always like oh do the short one and like yeah, whatever it is i'm like no i do that one me and gold it's just that on the day goldfarb and simon sat there for like 12 hours doing the same hive over and over and over again Jesus. i couldn't do it so like i i've been doing it like chip damage and i have to imagine i'm in the 30s you know what i mean i don't mm-hmm. fucking know the game doesn't track so it doesn't tell me how many i am and it's like this fucking sucks and i don't want to do it i'm looking at my trophies to see which dead island i'm talking about Dead Island Riptide, I'm 32 of 36. That must have been it. There, we know the PS5 version of the game is coming, right? They've said that. Of Avengers? Of Avengers, yeah. Yeah. So is that going to have like this? That's going to have a separate trophy list, probably. Arguably, the way it's happened before. Yeah. And then theoretically, you, you should. Yeah. You think I, those I would carry over? I think so, yeah. Because okay. I think as the game as a service, it will have to ping and see what you've done. So yeah. then do you, th- I mean, would it be worth waiting for the PS5 version to come out so that you would know, because you'd imagine like the count would be there in the PS5 trophies because those usually take track. <sighs> Maybe because it's a third party uh, developer thing studio is, and stuff like that. So it's no good. I think it's, it's, it's that perfect thing of right now, the plan for Bloodborne starting, right, is going uh, to do it tomorrow on the stream or whatever on our anniversary stream. And then if, so that's in the past for you, uh, listener, viewer. The future, uh, you know, I'm streaming with Mike on Wednesday of this week and I'm going to stream more Bloodborne there. I feel like 
Avengers exists in that space of like, great, tonight when I'm done with all the stuff I need to do to get us ready for a kind of funny day, take a few of that. And again, it's not like there's a, a rush to it, right? Like I do hope, mm-hmm. knock on wood, that as they keep putting out content and characters for Avengers, I'll be back to it. But it's just this thing of like, I just want that off my plate. I'm a kind of, I'm the yeah. guy who wants, once I can get it all done to be done. So real quick here for uh, the Dead Island uh, Riptide trophy I'm stuck on, it is uh, News Junkie, find all the volunteers voice, voice recordings. That's the one that stopped my thing. There is a one for find all the collectibles, which I assume is tied to the Junkie one as well. And then I'm also short this one, the Hurt Mind Locker, kill 10 monsters with one mind. But like I said, for, for me back in the day of that one, once that was done, I'm like, well, what's the fucking point? Like, I'm not going to yeah. keep doing all this shit trying to get it. Damn. That's, that's, that's life of a trophy hunter, bless. You know? So that's why I can't live it. That's why I, I gave up on it very early. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Hey, you finally hit double digits, though, blessing. We're proud of you. Double digits on... Platinums. Oh, yeah, I did. Wait, what, did, what was my last platinum? Was it Astro's Spider-Man? Six, no, Spider-Man Remastered. Well, that was your 10th platinum. Oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Spider- yeah one month ago, B Greater Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered there. Remember, you can yeah. keep up at psnprofiles.com slash mercity64. I think Please I screen. said once on this podcast that like my goal is like one platinum a year or like maybe two. I think this year was two, my goal. But usually I, go, I try to go for one platinum a year and I call it a day. Yes. Nathan so get- Showcat. Nathan oh. Showcat wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can. It says, welcome back, Greg and Blessing. Over the past few years, I've tried to make some gaming related goals for myself to have fun uh, with, uh, with throughout the year. This year, I'm planning on working towards reaching 250 platinums. You can check my progress at Indie Ronin. Do you guys have any specific goals in mind, or would you be down for creating gaming challenges for each other to overcome in 2021? Ooh, that's fun. So you 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 were saying you used to set the goal of getting a platinum or something, or you know, getting to a certain yeah. number. I usually try to get like one platinum a year, and that usually just happens naturally the way I, uh, sure. I play games. Um, but like I kind of I kind of like that cadence because it means I can kind of go I it's kind of a way I can go back and be like oh yeah I really I, I really dug this game uh, this one game oh uh, totally yeah, yeah, yeah this year um uh but yeah like in terms of gaming goals I think one of my goals this year personally is going to try and be to play less complete more um beat more games oh, okay. I, I I went through my uh, GG profile. GG. Which you can you can find on was it ggapp.com or something, um, ggapp.io, and uh, I put together just like a private list for myself of like games I beat in 2020, and like there's a lot of games on there. Like I'm very happy with with the games I played in, or the the games I completed in 2020. Your real credits on, um, but then like I kind of zoomed out and looked at the vast amount of games I played, and like a lot sure. of that is you know our segment for the uh, PSN games ranked. You know a lot of those games like be played to like try out and like preview and yeah, stuff yeah of course, of course um and then also like a lot of multiplayer stuff that like i doesn't really i can't really roll credits on and so i don't really count those but there are a lot of games that i i try out and then like bounce off of or like try i played a lot of games didn't like see through as many games comparatively and so like one of my goals is to complete more play less i like that i like that goal uh yeah i think I would say yes, no. Like it's never such a hard and fast thing in terms of for me personally of what I want to do when it, uh, it when we're doing it. I think you know you've seen me in recent memory do stuff with I think trophies right where it was like I, th- I think it was I wanted to get a hundred platinums that one year maybe it w- yeah that was right right yeah of mm-hmm. course uh, and then like you know 
making a big deal out of that and then like doing the division stream for it and specific games that i'm working on like so i mean again lamely you could say like marvel's avengers i want a platinum i'd like to see cyberpunk fixed otherwise i'm sure at some point i will transgress and have like a sunday where i have nothing to do and be like well what if i just do in a different order (laughs) but my hope is that yeah they fix it i think but i mean in that same uh breath nathan you know for me personally not even a Thank you, the joke here with blessing because he's not at all in my trophy class at all he's not you know what I, mean, I mean we're like, both silver and yeah, so you're, i think technically I am i'm, I'm class. close to getting that class too i'm close to getting to silver. oh my thing my, yeah, my one yeah, of my goals you. and i don't even know how cha- obtainable it would be would be to hit gold this year which would mean getting my psn rank up to 600 uh, but that would be like low gold wouldn't wouldn't it yeah it wouldn't be it maybe would be low gold, gold but low gold is better than high silver mm, i mean i mean all of these are better than high bronze barrett all right you know what i mean Hey, I have twelve platinums or eleven platinums. I'm working on my twelfth. So, well, I, now on my my challenge now is for a blessing to have more platinums than you by the end of the year. But that's just what I'm putting out there. I got like, uh, so yeah. I got like four or five this last year. I was really proud of myself. I want to get gold. I want to hit level six hundred trophy. Guys, I know Greg. Greg is like trying to seed uh, uh, or sow a seed of me, <laughs> of me trying to go for the trophy hunt by pitting me against Barrett. And no. I'll tell you, it might work. <laughs> No, oh, you good. Can't, okay, then you yeah, can't sure. split. You can't tear apart the the young crew of kind of funny. All right, Greg. Young I crew. I see what you're doing. You're trying to, to get us to not rise up against you, but we'll do it. I oh yeah. I, I, I mean, no that's doubt. Not, I have no doubt. There's a reckoning coming. 2022 goal. <laughs> so yeah, mine is to go from right now. What? Oh well, PSN profiles uh, docks me because I have that one fake platinum. Uh, so I'm 522 in platinums right now. I'd like to get. To Wait. PS, the docs to you because you have a fake platinum. Yeah, that's right. What? What does that even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me make sure I dime out the you right. Can't just game. say that like like nothing happened. So the story goes that a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so a long time ago. Uh, well, this is gonna go multiple, multiple long times ago. But I noticed that I wasn't popping up on PSN profiles uh, leaderboards. I think it was when I was tr- doing Pat. Oh, no, it must not have been Patamon. Something else. There was some other trophy. I wanted to see how I rank in the world to get, and I wasn't on it at all. And I'm like, I'm looking at the, the dates people put in. I'm like, I definitely beat this before them. Like, why am I not on this? Actually, let me see if I can bring up the actual conversation I had with PSN profiles because <laughs> I just I, they follow me or whatever. I follow this idea. I'm like, hey. Sorry to do this or whatever, but like I, I'm noticing that I don't have like uh, I'm not popping up on this leaderboard. Do you know why that is? Yeah, here it is. Yeah, here it is. How do I find this so funny? Oh, it was Patapon. So here, here's a dramatic reading, Greg. So Platinum Patapon today, Ben. I said hi, huge fan of the site, use it all the time. Question. So Platinum Patapon today, been tracking my progress on the site over the weekend. Noticed I wasn't on the leaderboard. Figured it would catch up, however it hasn't. So I went to check the infamous Platinum as I was the second person to ever get it after General Zod, which, by the way, is completely nonsense, and we are, that is, I don't accept that result. Uh, however, I noticed that I'm no longer on there at all. Did I get banned or something? Sorry for the nerdy-ass question, just seeing what's up. Keep up the good work. PSN Profiles responds, Hey, Greg, glad you like the site. The reason you're not on the leaderboard is because you've been flagged in fuel. I guess the save game pop trophies for you. If you hide that trophy list on your console, uh, earn any trophy and your profile will update and you'll be back on the leaderboard. And so that was in, this is a conversation from August 1st, 2017. What that is referencing is the great trophy war from IGN of uh, 2010, maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, well, God, it might have been the Brisbane office. 
So maybe 2009 we're talking about. It might have been 2009, but it may be mm. 2010. It's somewhere in there where me, Collins, Scott Bromley, Jack DeVries did this thing of like, we're going to do it for a month. Who can earn the most trophies? Who can earn the most uh, PlayStation trophies? Which was totally stupid because I, me and Colin already had all the easy ones and they were like, so they could just go do Hannah Montana or whatever crap trophy they wanted to and we had to work harder. Anyways, there was a thing where if you, ha- if you, you could download a fuel save, put that to your PlayStation 3, then put turn on fuel. And as soon as fuel booted up, it was the first time I ever booted up fuel. Mm. It was just like, oh, bing, 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 bing. And so... Uh, in the trophy hunting world that is looked down upon by you know these hoity-toity psn profile people and so if you do that and you don't hide it then you're 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 shadow banned and you can't do it gotcha so do you just refuse to hide it oh no no no. so i've hidden it so what it means is that like if you look at my if you were to go to my playstation profile on on your ps4 or 5 whatever and look at my trophies there i have a different count than what i have on psn profiles I because see. PSN okay. profiles goes in and goes, oh, f- don't count fuel because it's hidden. Fuel's hidden. Yeah. Whereas PlayStation still includes it all together, even though it's hidden. Gotcha. This That's is hilarious. how fucking nerdy I am about trophies, ladies and gentlemen. All right. That's fucked up. Uh, it's seek a fucked help. up world. Please right? seek help. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, blessing. We have a new segment of the last couple shows, even though now it's been months or whatever, called hashtag PS I love photo mode. This is where we give you the ps i love you xoxo audience a challenge to take photo mode somewhere uh then we go through and pick a runner-up another runner-up and a winner blessing you said last time around you wanted to see holiday themed photos what'd yes. you get uh so yeah i got quite a few here uh, i got two runner-ups of course and then uh one winner i'm gonna start off start off with runner-up number one which is uh at hide indoors on on twitter uh catherine uh they sent through this image of ghost of Shima. Yeah. Jin Sakai in the armor, standing on top of a hill with like mountains in the distance, snow all over. Very cool screenshot. Very beautiful. Very awesome. Very beautiful. Uh, runner up number two. I like this one also. Uh, this comes from at Connor oh. MF Knowles. Connor motherfucking Knowles on Twitter. Uh, it's a Kingdom Hearts 3 screenshot. Uh, seems like a Christmassy sort of world. I don't know too much about Kingdom Hearts. I don't know what Disney Channel ip has like a christmas world in it but there you go uh it's mickey standing in front of a of a uh, a gift with goofy and sora on mm, both sides maybe frozen because uh, they're in like an ice world maybe oh maybe Bear, I, you think you i think you missed what i said earlier disney channel and kingdom hearts 3 specifically it's disney channel uh properties that they travel even the stevens Wait, even stevens had yeah, a, had a even christmas stevens proud family stuff like that what game did i play because i'm pretty sure like toy story and like big hero 6 was in oh, there no you played you right. played dream drop disney distance. infinity you oh, played disney infinity fuck man i got really close to beating that game and i just i got to big hero 6 and i just dropped the fuck did you get to the did you get to that game's uh christmas level the frozen level yeah yeah Oh wait, is this frozen? Jokes aside, this is frozen. I think so. <laughs> okay, I, I, I can't be a hundred percent sure. I, I have have not touched it since it come uh, came out. Hmm. Well, anyway, I like this photo. I think it looks cool. Uh, I'm always down to see Goofy trying to look badass and Mickey also. Um, so shout out to that. And then lastly, I have your winner. This comes from uh, Matt U at Matt underscore seven thirty six on Twitter. It's a hot, hot, hot Miles Morales wow, shot. Wow, that's of, great. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that there was a, a a winter costume that you could have from Miles Morales. Uh, he has oh, that. So equipped. you're saying maybe we shouldn't listen to your review? Like you don't really know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. 
I mean, Something I don't. I don't before. think that was required to beat the game. I don't think I had to like equip it. I mean, if you want to experience too. the game, though, no. yeah, yeah. You didn't play the game mm. correctly. Uh, the, the, I, the I, I just, like, just want to be clear that that was a joke, and don't take that seriously. But is it yeah, like we, a, no? We, lo- we love you. How dare you? How dare you lie <laughs> <laughs> lie through your teeth? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's Miles Morales swinging through New York. It's snowy in the background. Uh, very holiday-ish. Got the same, got the holiday colors too. You gotta love it. Shout out to Matt you on Twitter. I, I, what I love about this one is when I first saw you put it up, I was like, oh, did I miss that there was like a Christmas light, like a web swing you could have? And it's like, oh no, they took the photo and then did the thing w- with the amazing photo mode where you can move the light source and change yeah. the color. It's so really it's this good. green that makes it look even more holiday. Love yeah. it. Very awesome. Very good colors. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, you should enter. It's very simple. Uh, I'm going to give you a challenge right now. Next week's PSI Love You... No, I'm sorry. Hashtag PSI Love Photo Mode is going to be Bloodborne. As you start your challenge of Bloodborne here, start taking some cool uh, photos there with your Create button. Uh, And then you just tweet them. Tweet them with the hashtag uh, PSI Love Photo Mode. We look at them. We put them here on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, that's your first PSI Love You XOXO of 2021. But the show doesn't stop there. You can head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where we're about to talk a little bit about God of War Ragnarok and if this thing is coming out this year. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is PSI Love You XOXO. Each and every week, Blessing and I get together to nerd out about all things PlayStation. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames to be part of the show, to send in your stuff, to get your PSN profile read, to be on the post show, to see all that stuff. Usually see it live. We'll be back next week live and all that jazz. Of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way, no smackers to smack us with, you can watch it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games podcast services each and every Tuesday morning. Of course, it has ads. Of course, it doesn't have the post show, but that's how it goes. Remember, kind of funny 2021 is in full swing right now. Uh, you can catch up on all the announcements. We had all the new hires over at twitter.com slash kind of funny vids. Of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to learn about it there too. Check it out. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Now streaming video games each and every day after kind of funny games daily for now. We got a post show to do. So until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.